Ho, ho, ho. Like I said, I came here to play. Did you come here to play Jingle Bells? No, no. I, I, I've listened to a lot of Michael Buble, a lot of Jingle Bells with that. Okay. With my little Did man you with Alexa. Did you come to... Uh, Dashing through the halls? Mm, no, 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 no. And I, I'm also, I mean, being here in Syracuse, New York, I still don't feel like I'm in that Trans-Siberian area that That's also true. brings that That's kind of music. True. Dang. Hmm. Could I possibly interest you in a sleigh ride? Yeah, that would be awesome. I would go on a sleigh ride. Absolutely. I, I feel like I need a little bit more. We could do some Christmas wrapping. That I would like to get into. Let's get into some Uncha uncha Christmas <laughs> rapping, my dude. Uncha uncha, because that's how rapping works nowadays. Apparently, oh, I get it. Like, I can't, uh, I'm not a beatboxer, man. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. of the world every boy every girl people of the world welcome to the spice level a fantastic place that you will find two friendly folks chatting about anything everything spice girls going from the first albums to the second album to the movies to the extras to just anything besides rarities you're gonna find us here and today i'm finding myself in a ho <laughs> holiday spirit because allow me to introduce myself my name is mike martin and i'm here with my good 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 friend i'm santa claus brent kelly santa claus brent kelly welcome to the spice level where we are here to talk about not one. Oh, you've been a good boy this year Ooh. we're going to talk about two spice girls songs we get two presents oh my goodness welcome to the holiday season with the spice girls Indeed. Merry Christmas. Yes, sir. Right back at you. You too. So we're here to talk about two jams yeah. today. Yep. So we have a special holiday episode this week. Yes. We're taking a break from the Forever album to talk about the Christmas number one run that the Spice Girls had and two of the B-sides to two of those three songs. Sure. And and one of them was on the single of Goodbye. So that is keep true. Keep that in mind. That so is true. It's kind of. It's still tied into the Forever album. And, well, and goodbye was one of those three Christmas number ones. That's right. So we we are mm. inching closer, Mike. <sighs> I can I can I can almost see the goodbye single oh, art. We're I, so close. I, I slowly I'm starting to appreciate your your waiting period of watching and listening and enjoying all of that so and i'm very scared that it's gonna be very underwhelming but in my heart of hearts it's like oh i'm gonna get so many feels so <laughs> i still i still have not watched the oh! video i have listened to it several times i will give you that have you yes uh-huh because give you feels didn't it you know yeah it's a good song it really is no it really, is. both in listening to the entire forever album but also getting ready for this i listened to yes. all three of the christmas number ones that the spice girls had ah uh, i think we should set the scene yes what is it Christmas number one. So to it, us here in the United States, okay. it's definitely a foreign concept, right? Sure. Like we do not have a competition. We do not put any gravitas towards nope. what song happens to be number one in the charts on Christmas or the week of Christmas. None, yeah. But it, in the UK, it is a big deal with a capital B and a capital D. <laughs> 
Wikipedia says it is considered especially prestigious, more so than any other time of the year. So, getting a Christmas number one can be a real feather in the cap of an artist. But it got used to laughing about a capital B, capital D. <laughs> but it can also be, it can, it can be a normal song. It could be an Ariana Grande song, an Ed Sheeran okay. song, whatever. Cool. But it can also be novelty songs or, or charity songs that are released at this time of year. So, U2 is up there. Sure. I mean, the Probably. Beatles had three consecutive Christmas number one songs. They okay. were not Christmas songs. Yep. They were just, <laughs> stop laughing. They were released around Christmas time and happened to be number one during <laughs> Christmas. So people even, they'll even bet on the outcomes of Christmas number one. But you do that? At, well, you can in the UK. Oh, what, when I can't I, go to Point Place over in Bridgeport I, and just I say. I don't think so. Maybe you can. I don't know. Stefan Diggs, 14 points. And, and by the way, Christmas number one on... <laughs> Whoever. Yeah, so when Mel and I lived in England, we lived literally across the street from a store called Ladbrokes where you could bet on things. And you could bet on almost anything. Oh, I mean, man. If we could have teleported for a day. You could bet on reality television shows, who's going to win, who's not going to win. Oh. You could bet on Christmas number one. You could bet on any sporting event you could imagine, of course. Gosh. You could bet on... Are you betting, like, are you betting at a machine? Like, Is it bet based on odds? Or are you betting with... You know, there are odds. Carl behind the bar. I believe it's like, Carl behind the, the counter. Ooh. But they have and they'll have odds posted like in the windows. Oh, and there cool. were there were I think at least a handful of these betting stores in Newcastle alone. Like just walking around the city. I'd pass a Ladbrokes, a Ladbrokes, there's another thing, Patty Brokes. Like Oh man. You could they apparently like to put some money on some I would outcomes. not have a masters right now because I would be just yeah. just Pat too, Brokes. Too busy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Very nice. So, <laughs> I think if if you're unfamiliar with the, the Christmas number one phenomenon. On the if BBC? You, <laughs> if you've ever seen the movie Love Actually. Yeah. Billy Mack is in competition oh, with gosh. the boy, gra- boy group Blue mm-hmm. to try and get Christmas number one. So, that, that is a great encapsulation of what the Christmas number one thing is. Are you pro or no Love Actually really quick? Before love we get to I love okay. Love my Actually. My dude. Cool. Great movie. One of my top five Christmas Me movies. Me too. Right I there. love that movie. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it has my... My, oh, my girl, wow. Kira Knightley, in it. What to say? Of course, it's got a little nudge, nudge there. But even without her, the cast in that movie is Bolton. insane. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you call this? A table? Oh, oh, <laughs> it's the same. It's got the Ellen Rickman and the uh, Emma Thompson. Yes, it's it's. Oh gosh. Yep. This is not. This there, is, there's so this ma- is a holiday based episode, folks. So we're gonna exactly. There are so many storylines in that movie. Like, oh, you talk about A plot, B plot, C plot. There's like. F plot, G plot. You forget Hugh Grant's just like right. He's the prime minister, <laughs> right. With his own plot. There's oh my god, there's so many people in that movie. Just it's insane. Even oh. like Denise Richards has a cameo at the end as the hot American girl who comes back to England with him. Like oh. incredible. But anyway, so Billy Max, he's trying to get to number one. Yes, and he even says, "Wouldn't it be great if number one this Christmas wasn't some smug teenager?" Hmm. Because that's kind of the stereotype. It's kind of the thing, like the pop group. Takes Christmas number one. What's the year on Love Actually is like 2001, 2002, Early it? 2000s, yeah. 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 Okay. Which is funny because it proceeds the Spice X Factor. Mania. Well, actually, it's, it's post-Spice oh, that, Mania. Yeah. That's right. You were saying the X Factor thing was... Yeah. So so while we were there, my personal experience with Christmas number one, I mean, you, you've heard the story, or most of it at least, but I'll relate it to our dear listeners. Christmas 2009. Yep. Maller and I living in Newcastle-upon-Tyne in the north of England. We get into watching that current season of X Factor. 
So you now, watched it? We did. We, okay. There, there weren't a lot of channels on British television. No knock against X Factor, but there was not a lot of competition. Sure. Like there was only so many things on. We were like, hey, let's watch that this. Or EastEnders. Well, exactly. Like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or the exactly. Or the only way is Essex. All those. <laughs> Uh, soap operas but yeah so we, we get into x-factor we're actually watching it we're enjoying it the announcer for x-factor there was one girl on that show called stacy solomon he'd be like stacy solomon oh, so I, I was like i love stacy solomon just because of that. I mean, she was a good singer too but just because of that guy stacy oh, solomon man so anyway so, so we're good yeah we're living in downtown newcastle upon time yeah we're watching x-factor two of the judges there's four judges i believe one is simon cowell sure another is at the time her name was cheryl cole She's, she now goes by her maiden name, Cheryl Tweedy. Okay. She is from Newcastle-upon-Tyne. One of the finalists on the show was a kid named Joe McElderry, who is also mm. from Newcastle-upon-Tyne. Okay. So Cheryl's pulling for Joe. The people from Newcastle are called Homer. Jordies. So she called him Jordy Joe. So Mallory and I are rooting for Jordy Joe. Jordy Joe goes on to win X Factor. And X Factor is timed to end just before Christmas. Sure. So the winner of X Factor. To pump the number one. Exactly. The winner of X Factor, their first single is released just prior to Christmas. And at this point, almost every year would go to Christmas number one. To the point where all those betting shops would take bets on who was going to get Christmas number two. Because it was almost a, almost a shoe in that X Factor winner is a number is one. So 2009, people are getting a little backlash against that phenomenon sure they think hey x factor has ruined christmas number one they take it every year we should do something about this Mm -hmm. so there is a facebook campaign to knock x factor off the number one spot and they choose the possibly the least christmassy song Uh rage against the machines killing in the name Oh, man. And at first, it started out like... New- I'm glad we're going down this route first. We're going to get to the Spice Girls. Oh, Don't we worry, we folks. Will. We absolutely will. But th- like I said, this is my personal experience with Christmas number one. So at first, it was kind of treated as a joke. Like the news sites and stuff. With, oh, yeah. Okay. These people are trying to get right. You know, rage against like the machine to Christmas Bodie number Mc- one. Bodie McBoatface kind of campaign. Kind of thing. Exactly. Like, except oh, that's goofy. Except Bodie McBoatface happens because when, when the internet is motivated... They get motivated, baby. And they can get behind a kind of silly cause. And boy, did they ever. There's no silly cause behind this. It was close, but Rage Against the Machine was Christmas number one. Let's go, Rage. In 2009. Dude. And I I felt a little bad for Joe because he was a good singer and his song's good. And he was just kind of a a, (laughs) a, almost a bystander in the anti-X Factor phenomenon at that point but his song did go number one after christmas so he still got him he still got his number one it just wasn't christmas number one that year as somebody that owned both evil empire and the battle of los angeles i nice. have to just have nice oh it was honestly it was hilarious like oh. as an outsider looking in having no idea that christmas number one was even a thing until we, we moved there in september 09 so mm. we watched this whole season of X Factor, and they're like, <laughs> "Like, what are people talking a- about? What is Christmas number one? Like, what is this?" He's just like, "Rage." Well, yeah, they're they're from the U.S. Yeah, what are yeah. They up to what are they doing? Did you have you watched the video of where they perform on the BBC Live? Yes, recording. Yes, where yes. it gets to the if you I won't do what you tell me. Yes, and it just kicks in. They're like, "All right, cool. We have to. We have to. We, let's yep. cut." The, uh, yep. Yeah, I believe they were told not to do that beforehand. Yeah, they, they were did absolutely anyway. told not to do that, but because they are who they are. <laughs> Rage Against the Machine. In this case, the machine was the BBC. Oopsie doopsies. The machine is the man. Oh, I love it. I love it. It was was, such a fun video, too. It was 
phenomenal to see it, like I said, as an outsider being like, what is this to begin with? And then since then, other campaigns have tried to do the same thing and failed. So we just happened to be there the one year that oh, the gosh. perfect circumstances all aligned. That's so fun. Something like Rage Against the Machine got to be Christmas number one. So like I said, we just happened to be there like a history-making Christmas time. Yes. And speaking of history-making, Our Girls, the Spice Girls, mm-hmm. had were the second act ever to have three consecutive number ones. Yep. 96, 97, 98. <sighs> Two become one. Too much. And goodbye. You're not getting the you're not getting the routine of the twos. There. Oh, it's true. It's it should have been too true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Two become one. Too much and two goodbye. Two Jerry. <laughs> yes. Exactly. So the Spice Girls were the second act group to ever get three consecutive number ones. Right. Now they have actually been surpassed. In the past few years, by the YouTube channel brand Lad Baby. I don't know if you've ever seen any of their videos. None yet. Lad Baby? Yeah. So the Lad Baby channel was started by a guy. He and his wife were about to have their first kid. So he decided to kind of like vlog it, right, on YouTube. He was going to document his experience as a first-time father. Yep. And eventually they have a second kid as well. And he just kind of, some are like, they're not mean pranks, but he like does like funny things to his wife. Like sure. she was craving a beach vacation. So he took her car and filled the, the, the boot, the back of the SUV with sand <laughs> so she could lie down in the sand. And he like, you know, pasted a picture of like the, the ocean above it so she could lie down and, and she wanted to have a date night. So he got a, an inflatable Irish pub and put it in their living room. Like, Fun, dumb stuff like that, right? But it's fun. It is. It is fun. And their, their videos are fun, too. I haven't seen one in a while, but I should probably go back and find them. I enjoyed it. I don't know why I ever subscribed. Maybe I subscribed on a channel I don't use anymore. But a few years ago, they made a a parody song of a Christmas song okay. and proceeds going to charity. Cool. And it went number one. Christmas number one. Really? So the, And it was about sausages. So the next year, they, awesome. made, they made another Christmas parody song, also about sausages. It went to number one. Oh, squad third year they make a third song i bet you can guess what it's about pickles sausages <laughs> went to number one again so they have tied the spice girls and the beatles for most consecutive christmas number ones all time with songs about sausage songs about sausages oh, yeah my different songs each year but yeah songs about sausages so then what do they do last year they have a song with elton john and ed sheeran <laughs> yo <laughs> And go number one again. (laughs) So first ever to go four in a row. Ever, ever, ever. And I just checked right before recording. Eight hours ago, the official chart said they're in the lead right now for number five in a row. They're being chased by Wham! And a couple other... I think Mariah's on the list. And there's only 48 hours left. And they might have their fifth consecutive Christmas number one. What's the song about? This year? I'm not sure. Do you want to look it up? (laughs) That's fine. Yeah, let's find out. We're gonna take. We have another song. Well, we're gonna take a quick break. Oh, we'll be right back. Man. So we do not have an exact update just now, and I'm sure it's gonna update over time anyway. But I'm super excited personally to see where it says "See Every Official Christmas Number One," and on the top left-hand corner, right out of the gate. Oh, you're right. You do see our girls hanging out in that advertisement. So you know what? Bob the Builder's on there. I don't get it. There's some other bands I'm not too sure about, but you know what? And I, I see a croissant, and I'm wondering if that is the sausage or something. I think it's a sausage roll. Gosh, I think it's it. a sausage roll, yeah. <laughs> so I can't argue about that. Yep. 
All right, but yeah, so by the time this, this episode airs, I think Friday is when the official number one yep. comes out. So there may be a fifth consecutive lad baby, Christmas number one. I will give Just, congratulations to them. Absolutely. Breaking records left and right. And Boom. like I said, proceeds going to charity. Can't argue with that. That's awesome. I will say, I'm starting to see on the internet some of that backlash. The same thing that the Spice Girls face, the same thing that, with what? that the X Factor people saying, oh, great. Another Saucy lad baby, song. Christmas number one. So it's the same thing that X Factor was facing, like that kind of thing. <laughs> so don't be surprised if next year there's a weird internet campaign to dethrone Lad Baby. With another sausage song? Or Maybe. Like, Who knows? Oh, man. Who knows? We don't want sausage song. We are vegan strong. Like, there's... <laughs> I like that. That was good. We're off the top of the nog? I like chicken wings, so I can't... Yeah, we're off the top of the egg nog? Uh, we're off the egg nog? Hey. 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 <laughs> Let's get back to some Spice Girl yes. songs, dude. I agree. So, you want to do this consecutive order that, that they came out? Sure. Because that would be sure. Sl- Sleigh Ride was released as the B-side to Two Become One. Oh, no. Can we start the other way around? No, go ahead. That's fine. <laughs> That's completely fine. Yeah, so Two Become One was the Spice Girls' third single, which was their third number one, but it was their first Christmas number one. Yes. Anyway, so numbers. Obviously, it's not on the top 10 Spotify numbers, but it is, and we've talked about this before, Surprisingly or not, Sleigh Ride is number two on the daily Spotify numbers by the Spice Girls. Is that the same one that we both have listened to today? Yes. Interesting. <laughs> so it has a peak of 471,890 on December 28th of 2014. So three days post-Christmas, uh-huh. eight years ago, a lot of people listened to Sleigh Ride. And incidentally, To Become One is number six on that same list with a peak on Christmas Day itself in 2015. Which means there was a whole lot of people listening to the song about sex on Christmas. Yep. Make that what you will. Yeah. Okay, yes. Is it just the kind of thing where you hit play on the the single or the album and the entire single plays where you hear all the songs on it? I don't know. Or is it... So there are... I'm not... not, I'm knocking the song a little bit, but... There are two versions of this song. Right. The one you and I listened to has the talking in it. Yes. The version I listened to the first, like, 20 times does not... Oh. I only stumbled across the talking version yesterday. Okay. That makes me so much happier in this process because the talking version really turned me off of the song yeah. pretty darn quick. It was it was very... That's over three minutes. It's a lot of chatting at the top. At the, spice in the Invaders-ish. The, yes, yes. Like, very much so, yeah. It has that. Very much so. Let's just talk about things while we're recording a song. And guess what? Here's a verse. Yeah. We're going to talk about things. And here's another verse in the chorus. Yep. And it made me feel a little off kilter. Just It felt very much X-Factor-esque of just like, girls, we, we know you can make good music. It just So I'm glad to know that there's a version of it that yeah. isn't that. And the other version is like, it's a quick two minutes. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's quick. It's good. Yeah, like I said, I listened to that version like a thousand times because on my Amazon Music, that's the one that comes up first. Mm. So it was only when I was doing research, and I was like, wait a minute, there's a version where that's longer? So I had to look it up. I was like, oh, okay. That was the first one I came across. So that's where my, right. my taste in the about the song was just kind of like, oh, we're, we're one of those songs again. Okay, that's cool. That's Which is yep. fine yep. because when it comes together, it's great. When the, the conversations we're having in the background, I'm just like, yeah. No, I, I do. I'm not going to just like, bump out my car like, yeah. it's Jerry Hollowell. Yeah, she's talking. She's chatting right now. Yeah, yeah. no, the version I listen in my car is just the two-minute singing version. Is it? Which is much better, just without with just the singing. So, interesting, though, this song starts with Victoria. Yep. And th- we're talking just the singing part here. Victoria yeah. is the first vocal on the song. And Jerry doesn't have a solo part in no. the song. 
Posh and Sporty each have one. Baby and Scary each have two. There's six solo parts in this song, and one of the five girls doesn't have a solo part. It's weird. Hmm. But she talks on the talking version, so she's there. But this was recorded during... To Become One. To Become One time. Yeah, early. That's early, early stuff. Yeah. Interesting. Wasn't that around the time frame that, that Jerry wasn't available for a lot or for a minute? Of things that were recorded, I don't know, but like I said, she's she talks right. in the talking version. Oh well, yeah, yeah. I mean, of they could have recorded that separately. They probably did actually, but it's interesting because a Victoria doesn't get a lot of starts to a song. Period, especially especially, in especially the early, early exactly exactly especially early early to become one days. So, and I, the only thing I can think of, the only thing I can think of, mm-hmm. is that there's six solo parts. If they had all five girls do one, then one girl would have had two. And so Jerry maybe they like, had nah, dog. I'm good. Yeah, maybe. So Jerry said, "I won't do a solo one, so that two can have two and two can have one." I can see that. So it's not. It's a little more two even, even though. Hey, hey, two can have one. <laughs> I got you, dog. Don't worry. <laughs> Tonight is a night when three become. <laughs> Alan coming, trying to get him three tickets. The non-talking version has a sweet saxophone solo in the middle. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So where they break to talk in the middle of the longer version, there's a saxophone instead. And then in the talking version... You this whisper from George Michael. Yeah, right. Yes. Burn. <laughs> uh, so, but the talking version that we're talking about so they're talking, this is my favorite time of the year. Oh, yeah, mine too, blah, blah, blah. And, of course, Sporty's saying, oh, yeah, I love Christmas because you can watch a lot of football. Football on Boxing Day. Yeah. Football, football on, still going on. Football on Boxing Day when you're bored with everybody. You can just watch football. <laughs> That's great, man. Yep. That- <laughs> exactly. Posh says, well, what I say this Christmas is just do what you want, but make sure you do it like a lady. And Jerry says, if you can't be good, be careful. And that's interesting to me because this is a B-side to two become one. Which is oh, about safe sex. sex. Exactly. If you can't be good, be careful. Mm, I like, oh, look at you, Jerry, you saucy minx. I know. I dig that. Give now, it a sell. The one part I don't like about the talking part. Uh-huh. Or stay up the whole night. You can't. Father Christmas won't come then. Father Christmas doesn't exist, Mal. Boom. Excuse me, Victoria? I'm about to say, I need to put up a soundproof board over here to prevent my five-year-old to hear this. This is a Christmas song, and you're going to say that? Excuse me? Mm, Ooh. Boo has. Boo but has. L- luckily, the girls call around. He does, Vicky. Yes, he does. What are you talking about? You can't say that, Vicky. That's terrible to say. Huh. And then, Come on, girls. <laughs> yeah, and Scary says, I know you might not get what you want, but you're going to get a hit in the face if you don't shut up. Hey. <laughs> Oh, you're gonna get scary hit. Scary coming in hot. Exactly, and then the end. Victoria and Jerry together are saying good tidings. We bring to you and your swing. <laughs> oh, this. I, so I'm. I'm glad I didn't hear the other version. Even though I, I, I think I would like that one more. I think you would because it is poppier and, and just shorter. And I don't think I could find that one on Spotify. I'm not gonna lie to you. That's why. I had really, to, that's yeah, interesting. I had to find this one on on YouTube. And that was the the voice version is the first one I found, so that's yeah. why that's been the main version I've been listening to. But Christmas rapping, it is on the uh, good good the Spotify game, which has a lot more when it comes to the the lyric content too. Oh, for I sure, think. for sure. I, I need to listen to the two minute version. I yeah, really do. I think you do. I think you do. Yeah, it's funny because I came over here and I was I almost texted you earlier and I was like I wanted to know if you had heard both versions because I didn't know if you would have heard the talking version because that's the one I didn't ah. find. <laughs> So that's funny. We, Vice versa there, yeah, young man. I listened to the talking version like 10 times. We prepared completely oppositely. <laughs> and we also, you said, well, we're looking for, you want to listen to a you know, YouTube version, a live version. I was like, there is no live version of either of these songs. Yeah. Which is interesting because I did pull up 
the Christmas and Spice World Tour, which is what we're naming this episode after. Woo-hoo! Exactly. They do a Christmas song medley, but they don't perform either of these songs in it. Really, really? Yeah. They release, oh. they release both of these songs as B-sides to number one songs and don't even sing them in their concert, which kind of nice. surprised me. But anyway, uh, do you want to do favorite part, spice level, spice of the week for each song? I'm going total, I think. Okay. I think I'm going to go all-encompassing. That's fine. That's a holiday style. I'm going to do mine separately just because I do have parts I really like in both. Okay, go My for it. My favorite part of this one um, is... Just the ending where they say good tidings we bring to you in your swing. <laughs> just because it was so dumb. Dang it. That's great. Okay, cool. Well, then, you know what? Let's, let's have a soapbox moment for Brent. We're good. Okay. All right. Go for it. So, uh, spice level. Yep. I give this song 20 ringalings and 20 ding dong dings. I dig that. I dig that. And my spice of the week. Yeah. I'm going to walk over a little. Yeah, cool. Let's roll ah. over. It's okay. It's an easy stop. Yeah. Uh, so I almost took it away from her but my spice of the week is Victoria for this one you did give it to Vicky because I loved hearing her sing first oh gosh I can't disagree with this I'm here with the ride with you on these these three ranking moments that's fine so so I've heard this song plenty of times in the two minute version but I hadn't really like started like listening quote unquote mm -hmm. to it until the past week or so getting ready for this episode and then I like first time I played it I was like oh that's Victoria singing first. That's cool. She almost lost it because of the Father Christmas comment. But I was gonna say that I was gonna go for the I was gonna go for the immediate backlash. Yeah. on you on that one because that's yeah. a that's that's a dangerous water to swim in there. It didn't make me happy. Posh, especially like I said, I give me the glares like you're looking at know, Vicky right I know, now. You're like, right. It's I know. good. No, it's called good. She almost talked myself out. But anyway, Christmas wrapping. Let's talk about this one. Oh. I'm getting the vibe you like this one more, maybe? I do. You know what's interesting? I like this one more. I do. It, it's it's better in production value, of course. Sure. Like you can just tell that it's it's not early Spice albums. It's it's done during the the forever time frame. Yeah. Well, it's actually it's kind of it's pre forever because this is the B side to Goodbye, which we've talked about came out like a year before forever. Right. But it's so, post, but it's it's post Spice World. Yeah. Spice World. Yes. yes. And I know there there are a couple versions of the song. And Buhis on me, I didn't I didn't look it up specific if it's the same lyrics that are based on mm. the earlier songs or if they did their twist on it. I did look into that. My dude. I did. But I would like to say I think this is kind of a Christmas gift to us because we got the Spice Girls duet we always wanted. That's a true statement, it's dude. Just Mel C and Emma. Emma, yep. It's just the two of them. I, I had to look into Dude, that. I was like, why is it just the two of them? It's because the other two were heavily pregnant yep. at this time. So, so just the two of them. Sporty and Baby roll one. into the studio. And it's quality soup. I like 95% of the song. Okay. I'll, I'll put it that way. I don't like the ending of it. And I don't know okay. if it is the lyrics that are the same that have existed over time. Yep. So you can call me out on that. If what's, it's what's the part specifically you don't like? Where they turn the other cheek and say oh he's back and ah. i'm happy about this it that, seemed yes like a very much very much a, a, a christmas song of i need time to myself yeah and it is figure yep. myself out i need time to myself i'm gonna figure this out yep and then right at the end it's like ah but there he is look at him isn't he cool I'm a- yes so yes this is based off chris butler's 1981 song that was originally sung by the waitresses and the lyrics have been altered to be more spice girls makes sense the ending that you don't like is original that that is how the song went okay 
but they did change some things. So they wanted to make it more relevant to their more current times. Mm-hmm. So it says last year, world tour aeroplanes and babies. We met some guys, but never the time most of 98 passed along those lines. Yeah. And like I said, it is a song about being by yourself. Like the first half, at least, is a song about being about yourself. I need to catch my breath. Christmas with my mates this year. Yeah. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. I think I'll miss this one this year. Like they're not into the big thing. They're saying no to RSVPs. Each girl stepping away for a moment, just being like, exactly. Last minute have to do is a few cards, a few, a few cards, a few calls. I love that part. Oh my gosh. And Tesco has provided me with the world's smallest turkey. That was changed. The original version was A and P, as in the A and P grocery who, stores. Who says that line? Emma. It, the, it is Emma. It yeah. sounded like Mel B. Like the first couple times I heard it. Well, that's, so that's nothing. I didn't realize it was just the two in the first couple times until I really started listening. I was like, wait yeah, a minute. That is Emma. It's isn't just it? sporty and baby. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It, it just because every now and then I'd be like, oh nope, there she. Is. Because I, did, I didn't want to look at the line distribution yep. until I listened to listen to the song. Yep. yep. So when I heard that the first couple times, I was just like, oh, they're scary. No, no, that's 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 Miss Button. S- still it's, Emma. So that, that was really cool yep. to hear. Yeah, so Tesco's provided me with the world's smallest turkey already in the oven. Nice and hot. Oh, damn. Guess what I forgot. The papers? What does that mean? Uh, what does that mean? Do you know what the papers are? What papers? What'd she forget? Oh, oh, she forgot the potatoes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Spotify, yo, update yeah. your lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm spending this one alone, he said. Need a break. This year's been crazy. I said, me too, but why are you? You mean you forgot potatoes too? It says papers on Spotify, and I was so confused. <laughs> <laughs> I That's great. figure it out, man. I'm That's like, awesome. Oh, yep. The papers for the turkey. Got it. Yep. She, it. For, she forgot the potatoes. Gotta wrap the... <laughs> Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. All right, cool. Now I feel way better about that. You I mean, know, that was part of this song. I was confused. She says she goes down to the garage. I, like, I guess she means like a 24 hour mini mart. Probably like a 7 Eleven Yeah, because the original song, she says 24 hour grocery, which I don't think, know why they would have changed that. Yeah. And also, as somebody that, that lived mm-hmm. in the UK, yeah. I mean, you, can, can you go to the convenience shop at like a. a corner store and get potatoes we lived downtown like no major grocery stores we lived above a grocery store which is great we lived above a sainsbury's it was a smaller than your house it was about the size of your living room like it's a little almost a mini mart but it was convenient we only had like a dorm size fridge but we lived above it so every time we're coming into the building we could stop in the grocery store and get the groceries for that day or the next swiping the cart every single day yeah well yeah i got really like familiar with the cashiers like hey how you doing yeah me again there was a so I mentioned there's not a lot of channels on, on British TV. So obviously the BBCs don't have commercials. BBC one, two, three, et cetera, et cetera. Some of the other commercial the they channels the, no they don't. None of the BBC channels have commercials. You pay for the license to be able to watch the BBC. When you buy a television, they like take your name and address, and if you don't pay your license fee, they will send you letters, and they could show up to your house and fine you for not paying for the BBC. Everyone has to pay for the BBC. Dang, I know. Wait, so, what? Yeah, well, that, true story. When we bought our television, we had to give them our address. And then for the entire year we were there, we kept getting these letters saying we hadn't paid our license fee, which we did. The problem is zip codes are so hyper-specific in that country. We were downstairs in our Sainsbury's, our grocery store, paying for our... Because you can do that. You can pay your bills at the grocery store. You can do all, pay your cell phone or whatever. Sure. You can also pay your TV license fee. So we were buying our TV license fee after we bought our television. It was, I don't know, it was like oh, 50 quid, 100 quid for the year, whatever it was. But we didn't know... We didn't 
we hadn't learned our address yet. We'd have been there in the country for like two days. So we said, well, we live upstairs. What's your zip code? And Not the right co- zip code. <laughs> Not the same zip code in the same <laughs> building. The bottom floor was uh, anyone 4SP. Ours upstairs was 4SN. And we hadn't memorized that yet. So <sighs> we, we hour. I, I swear to you, BBC, we paid our license fee. Uh-huh. But because the address didn't match our address on file when we bought the television. <laughs> That we got these letters for a year straight, and we we basically took the attitude like, well, they can show up. It's taped to the right. back of our television it's in case they show up. Up there, it, we paid it. We just didn't get the zip code right. Bleh. So yeah, the bottom floor of our building had a different zip code than the top of the building. It was bizarre. Oh my gosh! But yeah, we got very familiar with that that place, our local grocery store. But oh, that's where I was telling the story. Some of the channels that are not BBC are called Freeview. Yep, you're allowed to watch those channels without a license, without a TV license. But those have commercials. Uh, so during a commercial break, I could we lived on the fourth floor, fifth floor, fifth floor. I could run downstairs, buy a two liter of soda, and make it back to our apartment before the commercials the were done. Ended. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's how convenient this grocery store was. But there were other grocery stores within walking distance, but none of them were open that late. Our Sainsbury's closed at like nine. There was a Tesco that opened around the corner that was ten or midnight, depending on the time Man. of the year. One of the ones that was in the mall that was right down the street from us closed at like six. A lot of stores close at five or six. The first night we were in England, we didn't have sheets on our bed because we were out shopping and didn't realize the stores closed at five or six. They kicked us out before we bought sheets. So we had one little uh, like throw blanket we had brought with us from from America. Basically, (laughs) luckily we had already bought pillows. So we had pillows. We didn't have sheets. So it was a little bit of a cold first night in England. So the, the very next morning, the first thing we did was went out and bought our sheets. Wise and a duvet and a duvet cover. Wise, and, yeah, because it was a chilly Super night. Wise, but yeah, holy so, fuck. So I guess the idea of having a twenty-four hour grocery go get potatoes, we didn't have that. We live in the middle of a city, right? So I guess it is kind of. She maybe did. She have to go to so, go to a garage, maybe a petrol station, sure, that has a twenty-four hour mini mart or With something. Potatoes. Four potatoes. I don't think if I went to the gas sta- any gas station here in the local Syracuse area that we would find potatoes at any gas station. I really don't think. Oh that. man, I don't know. I, really I don't know. Don't think the, so. I think your best bet would be burned dairy. Yep. And I don't think even they have potatoes. Maybe like frozen hash browns or something. Maybe sure. possibly. That's yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe some. You're not gonna find a potato. No, <laughs> not even a local delicacy salt potato. You're not even gonna get with those in the grocery mm-hmm. store or in the gas station. I don't think. But yeah, so she's going for the potatoes. She runs into a guy she's had her eye on all year. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, she doesn't want to spend Christmas alone. So I agree with you. And it's... and I made a note, repeat to fade at the end, which I know you love. A fade out. Oh, man. Like I said, I like 95% of it, and there's two bits of it. It's that last verse, and it's the fade out. Yep. The, the end with it. But like you said, we've got the duet. Yes. We've got. Loved it. Probably the two that we well, I don't know, man. I, I that would be a, a good later conversation. Is which two would you like to hear duet most? It's a tough conversation because now we have this one. Uh huh. So I'd have to like pretend this one didn't exist. I still think these would have been the two I would have picked. Yeah. My spice of the album so far and two albums were Emma and Melcy. Yep. That and being said, I would love to hear a duet between. I'd love a, scary and posh. I'd love a Jerry and Emma all yes, day. Yes, absolutely. Dude. Oh my gosh! Like even just, a Victoria with someone because Victoria can't those low yeah. low parts. Ooh, Ugh. give but me the, give me a posh sporty. This song does click on those Christmas vibes very well. Yes, very much so. I think Emma has a perfect Christmas song voice. Yes. Totally. It's it's not just that that baby esque like velvety fun. It, it it is fun. Is, yeah. is what it is. Is she has that fun factor, 
and so does Mel C. They they both and they they tag off each other very well in this song, and it's a it's an interesting version of girl power kind of song of I need some me time. Yeah, like yeah, that's true. Hey, that is actually very true. I do need me. You know, I, I I need some me power. Right now, instead so of GoPro, yeah, it is undercut a little bit at the ending though, so I I understand your frustration. Sure, that. but it's it's it, they're also it's it's a it's a cover song. Dude. Yeah, it like, is. I yeah, it's not their song. They right. they modified it to be their their version, but yeah, yeah, it's not their own. But it does kick in with that Spice Girls beat when the song really kicks in yeah. at the beginning too. Yeah, where you hear that flange guitar just kind of wowing wowing throughout it, and that, that you get that funkier beat. So I totally totally feel the girls in this song. Me Dang too. It. Dang it. Do you have anything else you'd like to say about either of these songs? I am looking forward to listening to Sleigh Ride without the voiceover. I recommend it. Unfortunately, I I, I recommend should it. Should come more I, to play when it comes. I to know. That. I kind of wish I, I had asked you because, like I said, I thought you were listening to the same version I was, and the and the version you might not know is the talk. I feel bad you listened to just, just the talk listening version. Listening to that one exclusively. Oh, so I've, I've only listened to the talk version like three times. That's okay. So I'll, I'll jump in that water and we'll, we'll discover it together in the near future. So before the holiday, I'll do that. What would your favorite part be from either of these songs? Oh gosh. My favorite part, in all honesty, was it's bittersweet, but it's the fact that you can hear songs between the girls that are a duet and know how good they are. Yeah. I mean, as much as I want it to be Christmassy and I want it to be in that holiday vibe, hearing one song with two girls doing it really well just makes us realize what coulda, shoulda. Mm-hmm. But you can't, you can't coulda, shoulda, woulda, but because we've gotten one. Yep. We got we got a sporty and a baby, boom. So you know what? I'm not gonna knock that. Do you? I mean, you've already done one favorite part, but what's your favorite part of? Oh damn, <laughs> dude! <laughs> Makes me laugh every time. I think that's might have why I thought it was sporty too a little bit. Yeah. When I first heard it, was when she says it in that way. You're just like, yeah. Nobody else yeah. is gonna say it that way. Emma's accent is heavy in this song. Yeah. Because it's kind of talk singing, right? Hmm. Very much it's, so. It's not just the actual singing, singing. They're, they're speak singing. And her accent is adorable when she swears, especially in a Christmas. And that part, that is originally part of the song. Like They didn't add that part. That, sure. The, the Oh Damn is part of the original Christmas song, but it's yeah. hilarious to hear Baby saying that in a Christmas song. <laughs> Loved it. What spice level would you give this pair of Spice Girls Gosh, Christmas songs? Um, I think I have to give it one bbc number one rank of rage against the machine <laughs> i truly have to excellent because that, that that gave me every every time like it'll pop up on my tiktoks where it shows that clip of rage of playing that morning being like oh yep our number one hit and then it just hits that moment where exactly it's just if you own do it, it's just yeah. I have to. I really, even though it's a Spice Girls podcast, it just that's fine. It gives hey, me feels. Rage Against Machine crash Christmas number one once oh. they can crash this podcast episode as one well. One crash. What do you, <laughs> Brent? Yes. How sir. are you? What's your spice level of the holiday season in these couple songs? Uh, spice Girls. I give this one world's smallest turkey from Tesco. <laughs> yes, and I totally agree. All right, time to walk. Again. Okay, we're strolling. We're opening up the spice rack. Yep. You're reaching in. Oh, I'm going in first. I can go first. I don't care. I'm. I'm sorry. I just. I have two hands in there. Oh, you have two hands in there. Yeah. Oh. Like. 
I have to come out with a duet of baby and sporty. I don't blame you. I'm carrying two spices in my hands. I have two hands in, on this holiday season. Listen, I'm, we're talking about two songs. It's a Christmas special episode. Right. You're allowed to pick two spices of the week. Yeah, you can put another one in my hands, but as of right now, it's it's just it's it's the it's what we talked about, what could have, should have, but also yep. we got it, and those little spices that I'm going to be using this week, spices of the week. It's put good, them back for it's you. It's a good pick. It's a good it's pick. It's okay. Brent, go ahead. I'm going to close. There you oh, go. It's back gosh. Open. Yeah, it's I think WD forty's got to come in hot, man. I think the spice rack just aged like eighty years. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded old. It's okay. I'm gonna reach in. I am going at Emma to speak between the yeah. cods and the oh damn. <laughs> now speaking of Emma and yes. Christmas time, you know she's doing her Christmas tour in the UK right now. Yes. She very unfortunately had to cancel two shows due to illness. Oh, doctors wouldn't clear her. It's kind of just like a like a NFL player, not medically cleared. And she's. No, I hope not. <laughs> God, like but she, she probably should never canceled a concert before in her life. She felt terrible. Ha- I mean, like probably both ways, both sure. physically yeah, and like emotionally. Feeling guilty and yeah, exa- also feeling yes, exactly, exactly. So she had to cancel two shows. But then yesterday, I stumbled across a video of of her singing "Viva Forever" solo in Manchester from a week beforehand. So it was solo. Yeah. So they had exactly. I just saw the look in her face. Exactly. That's, I was like, I have to watch this. So they had the original track playing as like a back track, but turned down, and she's singing over it. And she's singing the whole, the whole thing. thing. By, yeah. I mean, they shortened the version. She didn't sing like a five minute version of Viva Forever." Fudge buckets, man. Yeah. <laughs> so then, of course, that auto played into her playing or performing "Stop" by herself. And you know, I love that song. So I had to watch That's that. Number one. I, I had to watch that. I am. It's okay. I had to watch that. And then I had to click stop. Oh, hey, I had, to <laughs> st- I had to stop. You hit it, pause. I had to, yeah, I had to pause myself. <laughs> Otherwise, I would watch I would watch the whole I would watch the whole concert. Oh, you know for sure. I mean? But I did also see her doing a Christmas medley where she put she sang Santa Claus is coming to town as well. Also good. Oh, man. But then yesterday. Yesterday. She's She played it yesterday? No. Oh. <laughs> that would be good too. Oh man, I love Oh man, if the spice goes Oh, calm down. I never covered the Clear Beatles. Pies, dude. I know. Oh boy, that would be this like all of my 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 wants and needs. Uh <laughs> So, she performed again. Her she was over her illness. Yep. She performed again in London, and didn't she have sporty F and Spice on stage with her singing? Well, they those girls like to perform. Yeah, like I know. Like yeah, the, those those two in particular. Yes, two of like Vicky doesn't. No, it not seems anymore. To no, be the case. I, don't, I don't think she's performed since the Olympics. I think Jerry's just being Jerry. Like just just you do you, girl. And and Mel B's just got she's she's very uh, media active oh, yeah. in many other yep. avenues. Yep. So I could see those two like. Yep. And those two came to town, man. Can you, can you imagine? You're. <laughs> I, 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 I don't believe it was advertised as such. So you're so rolling sporty up. Sporty just showed up. You're rolling up for an Emma Bunton concert, and then there's Sporty Spice singing with her. Wee! Talk about good value for your ticket. So you can share some of my spice that from okay, exactly it's okay yeah exactly it's so okay. yeah so the two of them go very well together yes, both in the songs we talked about this week and also oh, dunk. in concert I can't oh what a great show that send must that have clip been. to me and we'll I will. post it on descriptions oh my god absolutely will absolutely will so merchant spice of the week oh yes indeed I had, I had to find something Spice Girls and Christmas related okay it was it, tough honestly mm. I trolled the eBay as I do. It was difficult, but I did find something. I look forward to seeing a new found, tablet that he has here. Yes, Ooh, exactly. La, we, we have upgraded in the spice level. This oversized, and by oversized, I mean like one foot by two foot Christmas greeting card. One foot by two foot. Yeah. 
Yes! It is the five girls kind of standing in like prom pose, I guess I would yeah, call it. Yeah, it's very like awkwardly. Yeah. Why are they all pulling up Victoria's I don't know. Dress? I don't know if that's a, if it's just a dress shirt and that's the way it's shaped because it looks like Jerry is pulling up her <laughs> dress skirt, whatever. Because that's all you can see is her shirt. Also, Merry Christmas. There's Posh in a shirt, I guess. <laughs> Three of them in the platform. I was going to ask so, a platform shoe so, count. I mean, obviously, this is before Jerry left, but we can get the era based on the shoes. <laughs> now, so it, like, like I said, this is like one foot by two foot. It's a big card. And on the inside, it says, well, on the back, on the front and the inside, it says, spice up your Christmas. Oh. Great. And the inside has a printing of all of their signatures. That's it. That's it. Just spice up your it's, Christmas. It's a greeting, it's a greeting card. Yeah. You send it to your, your mates and say, Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas, I suppose, in England. And now, you convince you, your eight-year-old that they're actually signed with the Spice Girls. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, there you what go. Kind of exactly. a jerk move is this? That's true. Now, do you <laughs> want to? Th- this is a no buy it now. Intended. This is a buy it now, not an auction. How much oh, do you think gosh. the buy it now is? A buy it now with that is something I could reprint. I think so. I'm going to say a buy it now for something like that is twenty-seven dollars. Not too far off. U.S. dollars is eighteen bucks, okay. but shipping is twenty-nine forty-seven. That's why we print out of Walgreens. So if you're buying that now, you're spending. <laughs> you're, you're basically dropping. <laughs> 50 bucks no, to get this thing from England. No. Yeah. And it's going to bend in, in travel. Well, now they you actually, know that's bending they, in travel. They, they actually show the cardboard thing they're going to ship it in, which uh-huh. is nice. But I, I agree with you. Is it a 40 by 40 box? It's not. <laughs> it's not. It should be. But yeah, so that is our Merchant Spice of the Week. Goodness! Okay. Quote of the Week. Uh-oh. No right. page numbers. No page numbers ever, ever. Do you want me to pick this one? Yeah. Let's it's do a holiday miracle. That's true. Switching things up here. All right, so just start scrolling through the back because nothing in the front. Uh, stop. Nope, pictures. Keep going. I don't do this very often. And stop. <laughs> stop. Okay, wonderful. Who is it from? Uh, this is from Emma. Okay. Maybe I got through it more easily than the other girls because I'm younger than them. <laughs> Not really, in quotations. I often hook up with two of the dancers, Louis and Carmine, and we reminisce all the time, even about the night's when we'd stay in and get room service and watch a film. Ooh. There'd be six of us lying in the bed watching a video. It was just great fun. Awesome. <laughs> That's our quote of the week. Emma, what up? What are you doing? I know. Well, I know. We said she'd hook up with him. I was like, whoa. Goodness. What are we talking about here, Emma? Okay, folks. We've, yes. re- we've reached the end of our Christmas in Spice we've World done episode. Thank you for out. Check out Nikolai Ganella's books. Listen to Two Bandits the- Watching Bluey. We do that. I do that. Yes. There is going to be a Gosh. very special guest yes, this coming Monday. World. If you have never listened to Two Bandits Watching Bluey, but you're a fan of maybe a little show called My Brother, My Brother, and Me. The Adventure Zone. Sawbones. The Empty Bowl. So um, and so forth. Gosh, uh, the two, uh, the the uh, the macro brothers will be in in trolls too. That's right. And uh, Paul Blart Mall Cop. There it is, Paul Blart Mall Cop. Anyway, Justin McElroy of all people is yeah. going to be on Two Bandits Watching Blue with Mike and Greg. Whew. That is awesome. I am very much looking forward to listening to that. You and me both. Good job, guys. I should edit that sometime. Yeah, <laughs> you should probably should. <laughs> This episode comes out Friday. Yours isn't out till Monday. You got time. Ah, thank you. Okay. Also, check out Mike's solo album, Progress is Only Progress One Document, on SoundCloud. We will be back next week with more from the Forever album. Forever album. But where, until where then. To? Until then. I am Brent Kelly. I am Mike Martin. We remember to do it this week. We, we, want you, we want you to have a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays, however you celebrate this time of year. We yes. love and appreciate you all, and thank you very much. Spice up your Christmas!
Merry Christmas.